0: We are back with another episode of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. This is Elizabeth Larkin, and I'm here with Jean Mark. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, today I just want to give a really quick shout out to my mom because the day we're recording this is her last day working at Charter Oak State College after 31 years. And she's finally retiring.
2: That is crazy.
0: So, a little shout out to Linda Larkin. Mom, we're very proud of you and enjoy your retirement. And we will be right back with our first question. This is all about Gene's favorite tech for small business after we hear from our sponsor.
1: The Small Business Ahead podcast is brought to you by the Business Owner's Playbook. Whether you're a seasoned small business owner or just starting out, the Business Owner's Playbook is your go-to destination for how to run your business. From business plan templates to advice on managing employees, the Business Owner's Playbook features up-to-date, sound advice on running your business.
0: And we're back with our first question. And as I was just telling Jean, my mom doesn't even listen to the podcast, but I just felt as a child, I had to do that we're for gonna my We're going to make parent. her listen now. She's got, she's got all
2: the time yeah, on her hands now. she's
0: out. not what doing anything. Do? Of course. <laughs> all right. Our first <clears throat> question is from Ted in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Very close to where we're recording in Hartford right now. Hello, Ted. So Ted writes, I recently heard Jean speak at a small business consortium event. That's one of those words I can never... Consortium. Use. Consortium. Yeah. He talked about tons of great-sounding tech products and apps. What's the best way for a small business owner to keep track of them? <laughs> so I think I was at the same event. Mm. You spoke at Reset in Hartford yeah. last spring, and yeah. Gene does all of these speaking events, and he comes with a PowerPoint that's just packed full yeah. of tech things. And I watched all the small business owners. There were tons of them there, and they were, like, wrapped with attention. They were taking notes, and then at the end of it, Gene's like, Oh, I'm going to give you that list. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, don't worry about it. You don't need to write I'm, I'm any of those down. i to tell people down. in advance, say, okay, listen, guys, I'm, you're going to get a copy of this. Just yeah. relax. Just listen yeah. up so they're like scribbling away. People taking photos of the screen <laughs> and all of that.
0: So we get this question all the time yeah. because... As a small business owner, it's really hard to stay. Like, you're running your business. You're not sitting there reading, like, Wired.com every day. And it's really hard to stay on top of. So what I would actually like to do is start a series where maybe once a month we do an episode where Gene can go over, okay, I heard about this new, you know, Way to do online ads sure. or some type of app that's really helping me out. So today I just want to talk about maybe three.
2: So first of all, you, you're hitting it right on the head that when the, the question is saying like, well, where do I go to to, to stay up to date on all of this stuff? Um, I get that question a lot as well. It's actually lots of places that you can go. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta pick one. You know, I mean, honestly, you know, Yahoo Tech has got a good channel. Forbes Tech has got a good we'll channel. Put these in the show notes. PC Mag has got a great you know, tech channel to it as well. Uh, Engadget, it's E N Gadget, uh, is also another great site. There's there's a lot of them. So, you know, and then it, it, what it comes down to when people ask about you know where do I go to get tech, the best place to do is to pick one resource and then use that resource. So some people get their tech information from shows and presentations, like the stuff that I like. My job. Is to watch all of that stuff that's out there, and because I write about it, and then compile it up, and then I go on this podcast or I go on you know speak and I and I talk about what you need to know. So you know you can go to PC Mag, you can go to PC Week, you can go to uh, you know again all those different sites and Gadget Forbes, um, or you can listen to this podcast once a month, and we yep. will do our best to keep you up to date on the most recent and tech. we w-
0: and we do. Gene writes for Small Biz Ahead the blog and right. writes a ton about technology. So you just follow him on our on our blog He'll and be I will up to link date. that in the show notes where you can do that you will be up to date because I'm always looking
2: for I'm always looking for new stuff to write about and, and the the only issue that yeah, I always have to be careful is there's technology today that's useful and technology today that's not useful yet you know like, mm-hmm. like when you hear things like I just wrote about in Forbes it'll be this week it's coming out which I'll be by the time this podcast comes out, obviously it'll be out there. But it was about like this startup that created an exoskeleton suit, which is like um, these aluminum suit that you put on that, that supports your back, your shoulders, and your legs. And it's designed for workers in a factory so that they can lift stuff. It gives them all wow. this extra support and all this extra you know ability to do their jobs, huh. um, that they're not pulling muscles or breaking their backs or whatever. And for any business owner um, who runs a, a factory or a distribution place or a field service place, we all know that... That, um safety is huge and the expense of workman's compensation expense is a big issue, and that startup is developing this suit that is looks like that could be solved that problem. But it's still a couple of years away. Yeah. So there's technology that like we can use today, and then there's technology that looks kind of cool, drones, you know, whatever, but not not you know, ain't gonna help your business yeah. this year. So I'm hoping we'll talk about both.
0: Yes. Okay. That's a good idea. So one of them that that you were talking about that a lot of people at that <clears throat> event really perked up at is you were saying you were planning a business trip to mm. Chicago, you booked your flight, and then a couple days after that, you started seeing ads mm. everywhere right. you went about different steak restaurants in Chicago, because the, the World Wide Web had figured out that you were going to be in Chicago how and that you like How do they steak steak know that, and
2: how does that, right, <laughs> that's exactly right. So, um, so the, the technology uh, that we can talk about now is called remarketing or retargeting. There's a lot of different services that provide this technology. One of the most well-known is a company called Adroll, it's A-D-R-O-L-L. But really, if you Google retargeting or remarketing technology, you'll, you'll find a bunch of others uh, that are out there. What these services do is this, um, you sign up with the service, you um, you connect it to your website. When people visit your website, the website automatically downloads, because it's using the service, a cookie to their device, whether it's a phone or it's an iPad or it's a laptop or whatever. So that's
0: the user's device.
2: That's right. The user's yeah. device gets a cookie downloaded. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, that's an infringement on my privacy. And yes, it is. And you can turn it off. But none of us do. You know what yeah. I mean? We, or we do. And then we upgrade our browser and it turns it back on again, you know, and we, because that's the way the, the universe works. So it downloads a cookie. And that cookie is active. Uh, for as long as the services that you've signed up for or whatever the the, the the thing is. But what you do is you then that service then allows you like AdRoll will then allow you to go and purchase ads. So you purchase ads on, you know, ESPN.com or the Hartford.com or, or, you know, uh, CNN or, you know, any place where, you know, ads are shown. And what happens is that that, that, that poor person, that poor person, unsuspecting, unsuspecting, (laughs) sweet soul who visited your site and was just trying to get some information or some pricing about your product. Now you're stalking them all over the internet because whenever they wind up on that, on, on one of the advertising sites that you purchase ads for now they're being fed, they're being delivered your ads right? Saying, oh, you know, hey, you want to buy you know, custom piping, you know, or whatever it was that you sell, driving them back to your website. And the whole concept is when you talk about remarketing, it's like, listen, if somebody visited your site, they clearly had an interest in what you're doing. Okay. They didn't buy now. They moved on, whatever. That doesn't mean that you can't remind them to keep coming back. Yeah, you, you want know?
0: to keep yourself top of mind. So and that's the nice.
2: reason why like Expedia, you know, you have like a restaurant that, you know, they'll, they use ad roll and You know, if you go to Expedia and you like, Oh, I'm booking that trip to Chicago or whatever, suddenly like for the next three weeks I'm getting ads for like restaurants and hotels in Chicago and I'm not on Expedia, like, how do they heck do they know? Well they use a remarketing service to do so that. So, what
0: types of businesses could use this?
2: Really, it's in my opinion, it's it's online companies, people that are selling anything online because you want to drive traffic back to your website. People that um, want more traffic on their website because maybe they're delivering content, you know, about it. But it's really people that are selling like e-commerce, people that are selling stuff um, online to do that. Now, having said that, I don't sell my products online, Elizabeth. I mean, we sell. CRM products and other technologies you got you generate
0: you, leads online.
2: We do and so people come and they see our website, um, and, and you know, we get some traffic on our website and I I have never used remarketing, but for 2017 this year um, That's part of my plans. Like I'm gonna dive into it. And I'm saying, you know what? I don't sell this stuff online like you can't just click and download the yeah. software from me But I'm like, you know, I mean really if they're visiting my site, and then they go away Why can't I be like you know, sending out ads um, when they're elsewhere around the Internet reminding them to come back to my site to, you know, download a white paper or attend an, an event or whatever. So it's part of my plans.
0: So you sure. design the ad, you upload it yep. to AdRoll. Yep. They take care of the right, And
2: then you buy, else. you purchase where you want the ad to be shown. So how
0: much is that? What's I, a
2: range? It's, you know, this is, the, everybody asks this question, of course, this being the Internet and the world of Google, you get no exact answers. Mm-hmm. You set your budget. For impressions. For, yeah, for impressions, for what you want it to be. So you try things out. And most people I know, they budget at least a few hundred dollars, you know, uh, to try and gain, you know, as many as impressions as possible. And then they track it, track it closely, which gets back to, and I forget if we talked about this in a in previous podcast, but for a lot of business owners, this is like, like, Ugh, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole other thing. Yeah,
0: you know? it's another thing I have to learn
2: how to do. So I have, I have like a social media person that works for me. She works for me like 25 hours a week. She's a part-timer, and she handles a lot of social media stuff. This is going to be one of her projects. Yeah. Until, she's I have even, time to deal she's with
0: her. like a digital marketing person. She is. More than just a social media person. She is. Person.
2: She's. You're right. I call her my digital marketing. It's not just social media. And And she's all about trying to expand people to come and visit my site and like my Facebook page. And um, and so we're always thinking of things, how can we have people do that? And this is one of those ways. But I guess the point is that I'm not gonna be personally doing it. Yeah. Because it's a whole other expertise to do. But I do know that when she does it, she's gonna track it closely and she's gonna be delivering metrics and saying, Well, Gene, we spent, you know, a thousand dollars with ad roll this month and you know, you had this many people that came back to your site because of it and that's I wanna know that.
1: Are you looking to expand and grow your small business but don't have time to keep up with the latest trends in technology? We've got you covered with the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. Sign up today and start receiving our weekly email chock full of the latest tools and resources to help you run a successful business. Find us at smallbizahead.com.
0: All right, number two, what's your second idea for tech this month that small
2: business owners should know about? So other technology, there's a lot of other great technology that are out there. And I know um, we may have spoken about this before, but I have to mention it again is on Facebook Live. When we talk about technologies, video technology for your business, um, 2017 is a giant year for video. Uh, most people that are getting their content now online are getting it through some sort of video. It's extremely popular. So um, it's not – I use Facebook Live as an example because Facebook is investing so much money. They're advertising on TV for yeah. Facebook when was the last time you saw Facebook like advertise on TV? They're like, pu- please use us. Yeah, they're pushing this thing, and it's powerful medium, and it will change. It will it will change how you can market your business. Um, their biggest competitors are Twitter's Periscope, Google Hangouts on Air. Those are you know those are really important places to uh, consider um, to create video content for your business. Advice, interviews with other people, um, you know, tips, training, certification, info, whatever it is. Um, you can stream it live to your audience, but then it saves and then people can go back and look at it again. And um, with all of these platforms, you can pre-record stuff and stream it as if it's live. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Facebook Live doesn't have to be Facebook. It doesn't huh. have to be live. So like we could be doing and we should be doing the podcast this live. podcast yeah. we with a camera on us. Um, the extra added effort that needs to happen is that once we're done it... Um, somebody can edit it and make sure that I don't say anything that's going to get you in trouble here at the Harvard. <laughs> and then take that edited, you know, video and then stream it as if it's live. Oh, the new, you know, you yeah. know, Jean and Elizabeth's, you know, conversation will be on Facebook. So it's as if it's live, but it doesn't have to be live. And, um, and my prediction is Facebook is, and I have no basis for this prediction at all, but I predict that Facebook's going to change their, um, the the name from Facebook live to something else, because I think so many networks and TV stations from CNN to Fox to whatever, they're going to be having all their Facebook channels and it's going to be live and pre-recorded stuff. And, you know, so facebook it's another technology is a video.
0: How would, just to put you on the spot a little Mm. bit, how would like a, like a B2B company use this?
2: Oh, that's, that's actually easy. Um, so, and we're B2B, um, so it's, it's, it's educational content. So if you pick a Facebook, uh, once a month, you're going to do a Facebook Live show. Um, for starters, hire a kid to do it for you. Hire like a marketing, <laughs> marketing student at a local 12-year-old. college. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> College you know, kid. College kid, you know, like a junior in college. And you're like, kid, I'm going to make you a star. Yeah. So you're going to be my Facebook Live host. And every month I need a 20 minute, 20 minute a live Facebook. Live. So what's the content? Well, maybe B2B, you go and you interview a customer. You know what I mean? Why they like your products, what they're doing with it. Maybe internally, uh, one month you interview your customer service manager about some customer service tips. So your sales manager on how to close more sales. Yeah. Or a
0: how-to instructional video.
2: Instructional video. If you're selling stuff that's a visual thing, how to put this together, how to maintain our product the best way possible, how to you know, uh, you know, do this gardening thing in your corporate offices, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that is visual that you can show. Um, all of those things, it's just 20 minutes. I mean, nothing, people don't have the patience, you know, for for all we know, five years from now, it'll be like a minute there. People are like the whole world is Snapchat. Yeah. Um, but you, so you keep it as limited as possible, but it's just ongoing great content that people can come back and watch and, um, and people will watch it. People will watch it.
0: And like we've said this a million times on this podcast for this type of content to work, it has to be about what is helpful to your target customer and not about your business. So right. it can't be like an ad for your business. It has to be helping right. them run their business better or make their life easier.
2: 100% right. I mean it's got to be content, it's got to be credible, it's got to be independent, um and it shouldn't be um it shouldn't be a sales pitch. People will turn it off.
0: The other tip I've been reading about this lately is that most people <clears throat> who are watching videos, even if it's Snapchat, Instagram, they're watching it with the sound off.
2: Funny. Yeah. So you
0: do need to have, and I'm sure this could be very easy for your college kid to <laughs> do this. Um to put up some graphical elements, like maybe put up um, closed captioning, so people can read the it's video. Great advice. Because um, you know, a lot of people, like for
2: instance, they are doing it at work. Yeah. Not that you're doing this at work, of course, oh, but yeah, a little right. bit. But, yeah. Like
0: if I'm gonna watch an Instagram video or a Facebook Live, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have the sound up that if I'm at my excellent desk. Excellent advice.
2: That's really, really good. And point. That's I'm gonna remember easy that. To do. Yeah, that, I'm gonna remember. That's really, that's really really. And while we're talking about video and. Um, And you mentioned Snapchat. You know, Snapchat has like a billion users. Do you use Snapchat? I love Snapchat. I use Snapchat. And people always look at me because I'm a 52-year-old guy. And they're like, do you use Snapchat, dude? Like, really? I use it because my kids use it.
0: I can just see you sending (coughs) really... Obnoxious videos
2: to your kids. Yes, yes, (laughs) I get a lot of late night videos from my kids that they send to me and my wife just to like annoy us, you know, because they're out like partying or whatever. Like, oh, (laughs) look at us, and you can't do anything about it. Um, Snapchat is um, it's it's great and it's fun, and I use it all the time, and I send. Uh, you know, Snapchat, okay. So I'm, I'm like a middle-aged man. It's their audience is millennials. Again, there's a billion of them like on Snapchat. And if your business is selling towards millennials, we talk about videos, you should really be considering some type of a a Snapchat, you know, just now you can do promotional Snapchat, not as much. I don't see that many ads per se, but your channel, I mean, I'm always looking on Snapchat and I think there's one big need on Snapchat is other people to follow like sometimes I was bored and I like to like, if you know, and you can record your stories, they're there for like 24 to 48 hours and 24 hours. Yeah. And I'm interested in interesting people and the sort of their lives or whatever. And again, even if you're running a B2B business and you've got a kid that's just, you know, uh, you know, every few days just putting up a like, you know, here's a great thing that you can do with this product. like, woo, look at me, you know, whatever. And then that's it. You know what I mean? Just like a one, whatever. You get followers that way.
0: And it's expected to be raw. And what I mean by that is it's not produced at all. It It only works if you do it, if it looks like you just took your phone out and recorded yourself. Yeah, like that's exactly right. You don't right. need to have any production value to And it's it. funny,
2: too. Like I was thinking about it for, again, again, your companies, you, you, you spend money on video and video technology um, if that's where your audience is. So, again, if your audience is millennials 18 to 34 year olds and you want to go after that and you want to use snapchat as a medium maybe if somebody in your office you know every every other day you know they they they, they hound somebody else saying oh this is janet from customer service quick janet give me a customer <laughs> service tip right now you know, that kind of thing yeah. just to make it fun and lively and whatever and if people want to follow you around or we're going behind the scenes as we're making this new product here you know get ready guys it's coming out next year get yeah. excited you have know, that kind of thing yeah. you know? Um, people watch it. It's silly, it's fun. And it
0: is fun. You really do need to have like a host though. Like this is the official Snapchat person or this is the official Facebook Live person. Yep. And I think what you hit on is if you are a B2C company, Snapchat and you're trying to reach millennials, which who isn't? Snapchat right. is the way to go. But you can reach more targeted audiences on facebook live
2: that is true that is absolutely
1: right so
0: keep that in mind all right we're going to be right back with gene's final third technology after a message from our sponsor sounds
1: good running a business is challenging and you probably don't always have the time to research new strategies market trends and develop skills but imagine if you could have all the latest information on running a business delivered to you every week Luckily, there's the weekly Small Biz Ahead newsletter. We offer some of the best information available for business owners, ranging from topics such as time management, game-changing technology and apps, to developing management and leadership skills. Sign up today for the Small Biz Ahead newsletter at smallbizahead.com.
0: Okay, we are back with our third piece of tech from Gene that he's going to
2: recommend. Big technologies that are moving up the uh, scale for businesses in 2017 are uh, HR. Technologies, really, and yeah, and and that surprised me as well, Elizabeth. I would always think like, as the cloud has gotten popular, there would be less people would be like really sort of reluctant to put you know money into HR, put their data on the cloud. Uh, but that's not the case. They've been exploding, and there has been a huge number of great hr platforms very inexpensive that you can use to really manage your employees on so the big names that are out there for example like paychecks right has got a great hr platform they compete against adp um bamboo hr is wonderful zenefits which you know they've, they've gone through some challenges but they're, they're coming back another platform is called gusto so these are all names for you you can put them yes, on the yep, site yep, and all of that
0: a, with, actually you just wrote an article about this i did bro, so. and
2: these are um these are platforms I'm seeing more and more clients sign on to them um, if you 've got more than ten employees, I will say, okay, not for like the super super small companies, yeah. but if you got more than ten people you, you're going to want to get it and here's the reason why um, number one is that if you have somebody that's in charge of h r in your company, whether if it's a bookkeeper or an h r manager, everybody needs a tool nowadays. This is their tool the platform is their tool um, number two is. You you're driving the, the it has a portal, all these platforms. So your employees are then being driven to enter in all their information themselves. They there's no more sending out forms. They have to sign up again for health insurance. They wanna change their 401k, they wanna update their oh, vacation. Yeah, it's a huge whatever. It's all done online through these these portals and then submitted back to who's ever in charge of HR. And um, these platforms, they they keep track of vacation days, paid time off, sick days. You know, um, uh, performance reviews, you know, uh, semi-annual or annual or whenever you're doing them. Wow, that's great. Yeah, you know, all of that stuff is being kept in one place. And then they have workflows so that, again, again, if you're a small business and your accounting manager is also in charge of it, it's important for people to get a performance review. Um, But sometimes they get ignored. And but with a good HR platform, you're getting like, oh, you know, Elizabeth has an performance review due next week. And then not only that, it's it'll say, Elizabeth has a performance review, it'll send an email to Elizabeth saying before your performance review, please fill out this form of what your objectives were or what you wanted to do. What you accomplished. What you've accomplished or whatever. And then maybe the two people that are involved also get the same document. And it's all handled by the HR platform. That's great. They're really very affordable. And then they save all that information forever. So it's not like you got to pull out the employee file and what we do last time or whatever. And um, it is they're wonderful tools. So in 2017, if you're running a business, you got more than 10 people um, look into getting you know, HR technology, these all in one platforms. Um, They're great. And again, some paychecks is great because they've been around for ages, but there are a lot of, you know, smaller ones that are also really good, too. Okay,
0: great tips. All right. We will be back next month with another edition of technology for small businesses, but I think this was a good first step in that direction. Three a month. I like it. All right. And we'll see you next week back on the Small Biz Ahead podcast.
1: Thanks for joining Elizabeth and Jean for another edition of the Small Biz Ahead podcast. For the latest on small business trends straight from the small business experts, visit the Hartford Small Biz Ahead. We've got articles, how-tos, and videos to help you run your business more efficiently. Check us out at smallbizahead.com.